Today's daf is daf Ein Tests. We are still back at the Mishnah, uh, towards the top of Ein Ches Amud Beis. So we learned previously that in order to be high of four, uh, the prohibition of Dalit Behei, Futvicha and Mechira, that the act of the Tvicha or the act of the Mechira has to be done, uh, in a complete Isser. But if you are part owner of the item that you are selling or slaughtering, so there's a, there's a shalohu tovev, shalohu mocha. It's not completely done by Isser. There will not be a chiv of Dalit Vehei. And this Mishnah goes with the same theme. Machro chutz me'echad So in this case, the person, the Ganifs, retained part of it. So he's not selling or slaughtering the, uh, he's not selling the entire, uh, animal because he's holding back onto, onto it. Now, even though he doesn't really own the part because it belongs to the owner, but nevertheless, it, the idea over here is it's not a complete mechira on the entire thing. Or let's say we're talking about a situation where he was part owner of the item that he stole. So basically he's stealing from the other partner, but part of it is his. Another exemption would be is if a person uh, slaughtered and he did not do a successful shechita, but it did in a way that the animal became an avela. So even the Chachamim who said that a shechita she'ena but that's only if it would be a trefa. You shechted it and you found that the lungs are damaged, but the, the actual shechita was a valid shechita. Here we talk about that you did it in such a way that the animal wasn't even a trefa, the animal was worse, the animal was a nevel. Even the Chachamim would agree that this is not considered a shechita at all. Hanocher, these are examples of where the animal becomes a nevela. Nocher is, Rashi says, instead of shechting horizontally across both organs, the trach and the esophagus, this person slides downwards from the throat to the, the heart. So the animal dies, but it's not a, it's a nevela, it's not a, right? Or a ma'akir, ma'akir is that instead of slicing the simonim, he pulled them out, he uprooted them, again, not a shechita at all. So, uh, so in all, all these cases, you'll be chayv on the kefal portion, but you will not be chayv on the dalad vehe portion for different reasons, either because it's not actually a shechita at all, or it wasn't considered to be a complete mechira, or it was involving something that he had partner ownership, so it's not a complete act of be'isr on the animal, because shalot tovev shalohu mocher. Okay, let's see the Gemara. What does it mean that he sold uh, the animal leaving uh, a percentage, one one hundredth of it for himself? What part of it does it make a difference? What is the part that he's retaining for himself? So Rav says that we know that shechita permits the animal to be consumed. So the, it's any part that needs that permit. So for example... The hooves, or the, uh, the, the, the horns, or the, the, the wool, that if you retain those pieces, uh, parts of the animal, that would not be considered to be that you retained one one hundredth of the animal and your parts are from Dalvei. That would be Chayv and Dalvei, because the litmus test is, it's Dafka, those things that are required for Shechita. Now, we're not talking about the Shechita here, we're talking about the Mechira.
but he learns the fact that Shechita is juxtaposed with Mechira is teaching us that specific din is that the Mechira has to be on everything that is requires Shechita to be Matir. That's according to Rav. Levi Amar, Chutz Megizah Levi goes the other extreme. He says, forget about the meat that needs the Shechita and even the horns and the hoofs that are attached, but even something that's going to be detached like the wool, if you retain, you make a, a sale that you retain the percentage and the percentage that you're retaining is the wool, that itself is not considered to be selling the entire animal and therefore you're not going to be chay of Dalad Vehe in such a case. And the Gemara brings down that the Brisa actually does say that that Chutz uh, is 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 an example of where you'll be potter from Dalad Vehe. Meisve, the Gemara has a kasha from the following Brisa: Machra Chutz You sold the animal, uh, leaving for yourself the foreleg. Chutz miragla, except for the except for the hind leg. Chutz mikarna, except for the horns. Chutz migizoseh, except for the shearings, the wool that are still attached to the animal. So there, you've left some percentage of it open over to yourself. Doesn't matter what part of the animal it is, there will not be dalad vehe. Rebbe Omer, Dovra Ma'akav Beshkita, and Masham Tashlum Arba Chamisha. Shein Ma'akav Beshkita, Masham Tashlum Arba Chamisha. Rebbe says it has to be something that is essential for the Shkita to be a valid Shkita. Means if you have sold the animal and left over the liver, the heart, means you've retained rights over something that is essential to be able, it's a vital organ, a vital part of the animal that's needed to make it a good shechita, then it's considered to be a, your potter from dalad vehe. But anything else, you'll be chai of a dalad vehe. So it means, if you left over the foreleg or the hind leg, whatever, according to him, that wouldn't be problematic because you could still shech the animal and eat the rest of whatever you got. It has to be something that you wouldn't be able to shech and eat the animal because it would either be a trefer or an avail. It's not clear in the Rashi. It goes back and forth. But either way, you've left over something that you wouldn't be able to create. That That is what... So it's a vital part of the animal that is being is retained to, to, to exempt from Dalad Vehei. That is Rebbe's opinion. Rab Shimon Allah Omar Chutzmi Karno. He says it's, it doesn't have... It could be any part of the animal that is becomes permitted by Shechita, but even something that is permanently attached to the animal that does not need Shechita. For example... Uh, the horns. If you retain the horns, that's considered to be enough part of the animal that your potter endowed the hay. So, uh, but if it's chutz megiz or seb, but if you retain for yourself the wool, that's not considered to be a permanent part of the animal, and therefore what? Then you would be misham tashlum arba Now that's the brisa. Now ask the Gemara like this. Bishlomo Levi. Levi already had a Bryce to support him. Here too, there is an opinion in this Bryce that supports Levi. Levi said basically is that anything that you retain, right? That's the Tanakama. Chutz Mechach, right? What the Tanakama say in the Bryce? Chutz Meragla, Chutz Mekarna, Chutz Mekazer. That's Levi's Shita. So Levi's represented in the Bryce. It's Katanakama. Elalurav Kaman, but Rav is not represented in the Brysa. He doesn't know like the Tanakama, because Rav says it's anything that's permitted in the Shrita. 
That's what he does. If it's meat, it's permitted in shechita, that's what he's called reta- retaining. Otherwise, not retaining. So he doesn't go like a Tanakama. Tanakama holds even retaining hoofs and, and wool is considered. It doesn't go like Rebbe. Rebbe said it has to be a vital organ. And it doesn't go like the last opinion of Shimon Elazar. If Shimon Elazar holds it, has only Dafka retaining of its horns, but not wool. That Rav said even wool is considered retaining. So, uh, 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 uh Yes. So, right, what did Rav say? Rav said, uh, no, Rav said it has to be dafka, uh, uh, something that's permitted in shechita. So that the, the wool and the hooves are not permitted in shechita. So who's Rav going like? Rav is not like any of the opinions mentioned in the Brisa. Alright? So the Rav come on. So Amri, the Bnei Yeshiva answered, Rav the Amar Ki Haitana. Rav has a different Brisa. Do we have another Brisa that brings down in the Brisa of Shimon Allah Zahimer, Machra Chutmi Yoda Chutmi Ragla, Eina Misham Tashlun Arvachamisha. The leg, the, the forearm, the, the foreleg, the, the hind leg, you don't have to be Dal Vehe, but Chutmi Karna Chutmi Gizusea, Misham Tashlun Arvachamisha, because those aren't parts that become permitted with Shechita. So this Brisa of Shimon Allah and this Brisa clearly is holding like the opinion that was espoused by Rav. So therefore, this is where Rav will support himself on Mabraisa. Says the Gemara, this Machlokas Tanoyim, as what is considered to be a retention that will, that will, excuse, will exempt from Dalvei, what is the Machlokas based on? Bamai Kamifliki. Gemara goes through the Shittas. Tanakama Savar Utvachoi. Says Utvachoi, you have to shecht it. What is the it? Kula ba'enan. You have to be shechting the entire animal. And if you re, uh, 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 if you re, if there's part of it that is not considered to be that you are shechting be'iser, uh, so then you're not violating. There's no you're not over the dal v'hei. So therefore, um, uh, and mecharo, which is juxtaposed to it, has to be the same thing. Um, mecharo is kula ba'enan. It has to be a complete mechira. So they have a complete. Yes, tvicha has to be on the complete, complete tvicha. So the mechira has to be complete mechira. And therefore, any retention of anything by the ganav that he's not selling over is an exemption. That's according to Tanakama. Rebbe Savar utavachai midi dehave betvicha. It's something that's essential to the tvicha. Tvachai is, yeah, you have to shecht it, but what is it meaning? It has to be something that is needed for the shechita. Those organs, those vital parts of the animal that are needed. So therefore, those things that are not needed for the tvicha, that it doesn't, it, it does not pr- uh, preclude you being able to do a shechita. It could even be the foreleg, whatever. That's not needed for the shechita. So therefore, that's not needed to be mechavi on the tvicha. So to on the mechira. So you sell with those things missing, not considered to be a problem. You're still going to be chayv da'al the hay. Rav Shimon Lazar Savar Karna Deloy Lemigza Kaimo. He says that yeah, Tvachah means you have to do the whole thing. It's I mean, Mechara uh, means you have to sell the whole thing. But the whole thing is that's what's considered to be part of the animal. So therefore, the the the, the horns are not to be cut off. The horns are permanent part of the animal. So if you, really, you don't uh, sell over the horns, it's not considered like selling the entire animal. Havishir, that's considered to be a retention. However, the shear of the wool is supposed to be sheared. It's not something that's a permanent part of the animal. And therefore, the lamegas kai, since it's going to be sheared, therefore, ret- retaining for yourself the wool that's attached to the animal, lo havishir is not considered to be a retention. And therefore, you will pay dalit vehe.
Now, so that was the Brysa. Then we brought a second Brysa, which was another opinion as to what Rabbi Shimon Ben Elazar held. So the Idach Tana Deber of Shimon Elazar, he held like, that was going with the Shita of Rav, that anything is, uh, I'm sorry, only things that are permitted in Shita. So Davar, uh, it says, Hava Yadavar Raglov, Tetzrichi Tvicha, those things, when it says Atvacho, those things, it means those things that need Shita. So therefore, just as those things that need Shita, those are the things that Ma'akev, so too with the Mechira, it's only on those things that need shechita. Havishir, v'lo m'sham t'shmol arva chamisha, but karnel, gizosel, but the horns and the, and the, the hoofs and the horns, that, that, the lo t'shricha t'shricha, that don't need a shechita, so there, uh, so lo havishir, it's not considered to be a shir, and in the mechira, it's not considered to be a shir. Okay. Same thing like this. We brought down two brises. Each brise quoted the opinion of Shimon Elazar, but it quoted him differently. Someone says, Kash of Shimon Elazar, of Shimon Elazar, to the one says, Trey Tanoi, Valibid of Shimon Elazar. Actually, there's two machlokas, there's machlokas Tanoi, as to what the opinion of Rabbi Shimon Elazar was. Tan Rabbonon. Hagon of Hakitaas. Let's say you stole an animal that already was an amputee. Right? You stole a three-legged animal. There's a chigeres, or you stole an animal that is lame. There's a sumo, or it's blind. Means these from the get-go are non-functioning animals. They don't, they, they don't have all the functions of a normal animal. Or if you stole an animal that's owned by partners, you are still going to be chayiv dalit vehei if you shecht or sell the animal. Because the bottom line is, you are shechting or selling everything the iser that you that you stole, right? The shutim shaganvu. However, if partners steal from someone, right? And the chara means and they shecht or they sell peturim. They'll be parted from dalvei. Now we're gonna have to qualify that. What does that mean? That if partners steal and they shecht or they sell, they're they're gonna be parted from dalvei. Yet if you steal from partners, you chayiv and dalvei. Says more like this. Says more. I v'atanya shutim shiganu chayovim. We have a brayso that says if sh- partners stole, there are chayev for mechira or tvicha v'talad vehei. So I'm Rav Nachman lo kasha kan v'shutim shiganav mechavero kan v'shutim shiganav me'alma. He says it depends. This really goes back to our Mishnah. So let's go. The first part of the price is not of by Shutfim. If you steal from Shutfim, even though you're going to have to pay half to one and half to the other, but you're paying the full dollar vehei, you're going to be paying. You're stealing and shechting an animal, the complete isser. There's no question. You're chayv on dollar vehei, right? That's for sure. You chayv. But when it's partners that steal, so why does one price say that they're chayv dollar vehei? Once is they're not. So it says it like this. The one Bryce is talking about when it says that that Shutfim uh, Shiganvu, it's partners that stole from one another. So if partners steal from one another, so then the person who steals it and then he shechts it or he sells it, you're not going to be chayav dalvei. Why want to be chayav dalvei? Because it's partially his. That's the case. When Shutfim Shiganvu, it's Potter, it means they stole from each other. When is it chayav? It's when the partner stole from someone else. That's when they're chayav because then it's a, they're, they're next, they're, they're, they, there's a complete iser. Involved. Continues in Worm. Ace of a Rovel of Nachman. Rovel asked of Nachman the following question. It says in the Brysa like this Yachol, you might think, Shutav Shagonav Mechavero, that a Shutav who stole from his friend, for Shutav Shagonvu, 
or partners that stole. You chayavin that they should be chayav dalad vehei if they sold it or they slaughtered it. Talmud Laimar utvachoi that it says you have to slaughter it kula ba'inan and you don't have it all slaughtered there completely if you're dealing with partners. Veleka and you don't have that. So, what does that mean? How do you understand? It says, Yachal, uh, you wanted to say before that if partners steal, they are chay of dal, they steal from someone else. Here it says that, uh, that if a shutav steals from his friend, from his partner, or if partners themselves steal, lechoretz mashma, it says over here that they're potter. No, it says, in Talmud Lomar, they're potter. Right? So, right. Veleka. And you don't have it in both cases. So, Elam Rav Nachman, Loi Kasha. Kan v'shutav shetovach ledas chavero. Kan v'shutav shetovach shelot ledas chavero. That when partners steal from a, from a, a, a third party, there also is a distinction. Even if they stole together, the shechita of the one shutav has to be representing both of them. Means they both have to agree, go ahead and shecht it. They both have to agree, go ahead and sell it. Because if, the shutav they stole together, and then one of them on his own decides to go and shecht it or sell it. It's like he's stealing. He's taking the. It's like God of Minaganev. He's taking the portion that belongs in terms of Kenyan exile from the other one. On that, you're not going to be chayav dalvei. God of Minaganev is not chayav dalvei. So therefore, if they're, they represent each other in the act of the tvicha, the act of the mechira, no problem. Because it, it, there's, no, uh, en, there's no problem of enshlech and by tvicha mechira. That's one of the examples that we said, that, that even if it's an eshlichus, you can, re, you can be chayyuk. So when they represent each other in doing it, then they're considered to have sold or slaughtered the entire animal, the iser, but together. But if, uh, if a person is stealing the second portion, it's not part of what he stole, it's like he's stealing it from the Ganev on that second part, then you cannot be Chayv Dalvehe on that second part. So therefore, it comes out, the one Brysa, the Shutvim that stole from the third person, the third person is Chayv, the first Brysa, that's when you, they, 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 they represent each other in the slaughter or the sale. But when it says Potter, it's because he's not, the part of it is not the part that he stole. Right, so it's, it's interesting. So the way we're looking at it is, when partners steal, it's considered like 50% is Kenyan exile of one partner, 50% is considered Kenyan exile of the other partner. But you have to be slaughtering the entire thing, so how are you slaughtering the entire thing, when you slaughter, it's not only your 50% of where you got, you also be selling his 50%, how do you slaughter if he gives permission? But if you do it against his permission, then you're like going to be in a god of your potter. Like yeah, that's gonna be like like your second year. But but a gonna be gonna is part of from Dalad Vehei. But why he owns not the whole animal? Yeah, but Dalad Vehei is you're paying to the original owner. Okay. Yeah, you're not paying the him. You're not paying him the Dalad. All right. One is high and one is part. Yes. Um, so that's that's what that's uh, that's what he answered. Boy, Rav Yirmiyah, Rav Yirmiyah has a shyly. And throughout Shas, Rav Yirmiyah comes up with interesting shylus. He says like this: Machra chutz mishloishim yoyim. Let's say you go like this. The Ghanav steals it and he goes over to a guy and says, listen, I will sell you the animal, but it's like a lease with an, a lease with an option to buy. Meaning, the first 30 days, 
you don't have rights to use it. I still want to retain rights to use it. And it will kick in at the end of the 30 days. So it's that kind of a mechira. Is he already high of Dalit Vehei from the inception of that mechira, even though for the first 30 days, so it wasn't a complete sale for the first 30 days. Is that considered a mechira? Chutz v'malachto. He shechted, he says, I'll sell it to you for slaughtering purposes. But as long as you keep it alive, I get to use it. Again, right? Chutz ubra. It was a pregnant cow. So he said, I'm selling it to you, but I'm retaining the rights of the fetus. The fetus is mine. Uber. It's like the uber, yeah, the uber. So is that considered to be a, a, a mechira, complete mechira, that your chayav dal v'hei for? Shemahu. Now, Rabbi Yirmiya, we assume, is going to go with the sheet of Rav. The sheet of Rav, right, is that if anything that, that is, you need the shechita to permit. That's, that's retention. So let's see. So I'll leave it a man to Amr Uber Yerech Imo. Now, if there is a machlokus throughout Shas, if a fetus is considered like the thigh of the mother, it's like really considered part of the essence of the mother while it's still un, uh, not unborn. So if you hold that it's an essential part of the mother, it's like an essence, it's like the mother's thigh, so then you're retaining something that is part of the mother. So you can't cons- consider that a complete sale. So according to the man, Uber Yerech Imo, for sure it's not a complete sale. So they're lot of bugs, not a shayla, the hashir bo, because you've retained something that's essential, that's part, uh, that's part of the mother. Kiti ba yalach alivud manda amar uber lav yerech imo. This shayla can be posed according to the opinion that the uber is not part of the mother. There's an opinion in the shas, makes halach nafkamina, the uber is not part of the mother, right? And therefore, you're retaining it, but you're not retaining part of the animal that you're selling. So what's the, what's the shayla? Now do we say, Kevin the Mechuber Bo, bottom line, it might not be essentially in, in din, in le- legally part, but it is connected. And therefore, since it's connected, maybe this should be considered to be a retention. You should be part of the On the other hand, you can look at it like the wool. Because it might be connected right now, but the eventual uh, re- result of it is that it's going to separate. So therefore, we don't view it as a, 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 a retention. Right, that's one way of, of, of framing the Shiloh. Igra Amr is another way of framing the Shiloh. Is Kevan de Ulav Yerech Imo. So again, if it's Yerech Imo, it's part of the mother, for sure it's retention. But it seems, if you hold it's Lav Yerech Imo, then Lohav is Shir, so it's not considered to be a retention. Right now, the halacha is to eat the Uber, you need the Shechita of the mother. It's true, once the Uber is born, it gets its own Shechita. But the halacha is that if you have an Uber inside the mother, the Shechita of the mother permits the Uber. And according to what Rav's opinion is anything that is permitted by the Shechita, so do we say that anything that's permitted by the Shechita, this is also going to be permitted by the Shechita. There's two ways to look at it. On the on the one hand, the way it is right now, it needs the Shechita. But it doesn't have to need the Shechita because if it gets birth, it won't need the Shechita. So that's the Shailah. Since it needs to become permitted with the mother through Shechita, command the Shir Begufadami. It's considered to be a Shir, or maybe not. Take this matter remains unresolved. Alright, let's continue. Boy Rakhopa. Rakhopa asked the following Shailah. Gonva, let's say you stole an intact animal. Kitaa, and then you yourself, let's say, chopped off one of its legs. Umachra, and then you sold it. 
Mahu, what's the din Lagava the Dalit Vehe? Mi Amrinan Mai the Gan of Haloizovin. On one hand, what you stole you didn't sell. And therefore Tvachla Makara, maybe Tvachla, you have to sell you have to sell it or slaughter it it the way it was when it was sold. And then you're not that's not the Khpatun Dalvahe. Oh Dim Madazavin Halo Shire. Or Tvachla Makara means that you have to you have to sell it in its entirety the way it is now. Maisa, you sold it in its entirety the way it is now. So therefore, take this matter remains unresolved. There's an interesting shayla that's raised over here by the Rishonim. The Chorav, you chopped off the leg. Why isn't that considered to be a Shinoi Maisa? And if that's considered to be a Shinoi Maisa, then what should that be? Then the Ganav should be owning, owning it. And the Ganav owns it. He shouldn't be Chayv Dalad Vehei. It's Shalot Tevesh Mocher. So he say that even a Shinoi Maisa, it has to be with a Shinoi Hashem. It has to be a significant change that you call it differently. Still call it a cow. Even if it's three-legged, it's still called a cow. So therefore, it's not considered to be enough of a shinui to make it belong to the Ganav. Okay, Tanra Bonin. Ganav enosin la'achar la'achar. Let's say you didn't sell it. I mean, Chaim raised this question for. You gave it as a gift. Ganav, I'm, I'm sorry, no, no, that's not the case here. I'm jumping the gun. Your case over here is you appointed an agent to shecht it or sell it for you. Not, you're not gifting it. You stole it and you gave it to someone and the tavach and he shechted it for you. You got a broker and he sold it for you. Alright? You went and you stole something and you amakdish it. Now here, it's different than the hektish we're dealing with before. The hektish we're dealing with before is you stole an animal for the, you, you makdish it for the mizbeach. So we, there we said it's not a shin because it's always called Ruvain's ox. Before it was Makdashit or after it was Makdashit. Here you gave it to Berekabayas. <coughs> when you're Makdashit for Berekabayas, so in such a case, it becomes the Besa Mikdash as its own. They can do with it. Anyone can come redeem it. It's no longer your item. So this is considered to be a complete transferal. So we, over here we're talking about that there was a complete transferal through the making it Hegdish. Of Gana. Of the, for the Gana. So you must say, maybe it was the sheet we had before was Yush, let's say. There was Yush, and it's a Shini Rishus, so it becomes completely belongs to the base of Mikdash. Right? Gana Vehikif. You stole, and then you gave it to someone on credit. Means the guy never paid you the money for it, but he, he owes you the money. You gave it to him on credit. Gana Vehikliv. You used it as a barter. You switched it for, he, he, for something he owes. Trade. This is the case. You stole it and you gifted it to someone. Right? So there's no money changing hands, but you gave it as a gift. You stole it and you used it to pay a debt. You owed someone money, you used it as a debt. You had credit. You had the store, you had your own credit, and you gave it to take off the credit that you owed, the liability of credit. You used to pay off your credit. So it's similar to paying off the debt. You, and there used to be the custom that after they got married, they used to give gifts to the uh, kala, to the father-in-law's house. They used to send to the father-in-law's house, they used to send gifts. So this guy used the stolen item for the gifts, to give the gifts to the savlonos. Meshalem tashlum ha'ar In all these cases, you are chayim dalet vehei. Alright? What's the novelty of these cases? So Ashmin and Reisha, in the beginning, the raw novelty is because you never slaughtered it or sold it yourself. 
you stole it, and you gave it to someone else to slaughter, gave someone to slaughter for you. So the Chiddush over there, so Gana V'nosan La'achra V'tavach, the Chiddush is the Yesh Le'ech Udvar Aveira. Normally we say is that, no, what are you going I didn't think he's going to do it. Dibra Rav, Dibra Tava, Dibra Mishoman. He shouldn't have done it. But we don't say that by Tavach, by Tvich Mechira, there is a concept of Yesh Lech Dvar Aveira. Avogav, even though the Bechola Torah Kula ain't Shlech Dvar Aveira, we don't say that the Aveira is attributable to you. Over here, Hacha Yesh Lech Dvar Aveira, it will be. My time, what's the reason? Because the Pasuk juxtaposes Tvocha or Mechira, Tvicha next to Mechira. Ma Mechira, Delo Ebshar, Delava, Ida Acher. Just as Mechira, you always need another party. Who's the other party? The buyer. So Avdicha, you're chayev even Aida Acher, even if you have a broker, even if you bring another party. Aida Acher. All right, mechayev. You bring this, even if you get somebody else to shechter. Vashmin and Seifa, and the Chiddush, the novelty in the end of the Brisa is Gana Vehigdish. Because over, even though before we said Gana Vehigdish is not going to be chayev Dalad Vehei, because it's still considered yours, that way it was Kedush's Mizbeach, where you bring it on the Mizbeach. Here it's Berekabayis. Ma, and here we say, Mali Mali What difference make who the buying party is? But you caused the transference. Whether you sold it to a person, you sold it to the base of Mikdash, you have given it over to them and taken it away from the original Ganav. You are going to be chayav dalve for that transaction for that uh, shinarishus. And that would apply to all these cases, the shinarishus with all these. Uh, yeah, not 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 all of them. The case of shinarishus, the Ganav Tavach is not. Uh, that's why Rashi says it's not like I said. Ganav Nosan Lachar Tavach. It can't be you gave it to him as a gift. Because you gave it to him a gift, you don't need him to be shechting it. He already chayav for dalve. Hey. For the transfer, here you're giving it to him to to, to shecht it for you. Right. All right. Right. That's that's correct. In all those cases, that's the full mechira. That's right. Zog magmaravaita. Zog the Mishnah. Gana bershusa bailim. Now we're going to see that for uh, that, that there is a, a a similarity between kinyanim and gzeil. That when you sell or buy something. In order for it to leave the domain of the seller and enter the domain of the buyer, there are certain transactions or certain activities that have to happen, right? And that is what solidifies the, the Kenyan. So too by Gzela, in order to be given the name of a Gzela, of a god or a Goslin, you have to get the Kenyan in it. So the Kenyan, Kenyanim are similar. So for example, if I walk into someone's Rishus and I say, Gene, I want, I want to buy your ox. I have two options. Either I do Mechira, but a Meshicha. But if I want to do Meshicha, it only becomes mine if what happens? I take it out of the Rishus. Or I can, in items that you can, the Metalphim you can do it with, you can do Hagbah, you can lift it. But if I don't, even if I have agreed to buy it, and even the Halacha, I gave you money for it, it's still not Kona until either the Meshicha happens or the Hagbah. So too, because I walk into Gene's thing and I say, okay, I'm going to steal his ox. Even if I grab it and I start walking with it, I don't own it as a ganav yet until I take it out or until I do a hagbah on it. So therefore, ganav versus abayil, if I stole an item from the domain of the owner, and I shechted or sold it outside, so then that's going to be chayav behei. Because I already did, I, in order to get it outside, it's considered Meshicha, so therefore it's considered like I'm a gun of a shechting or selling. Now, if I stole it, it was already outside of Jean's Rishus, so then Meshicha happens automatically. You don't have to take it out of any Rishus. It's automatic. If I take it, it's considered Meshicha at that point. 
So therefore, if a ganav v'tavach mershusam, mershusam, and then v'tavach omacha mershusam. Let's say I stole it outside of Jean's rishus and I took it back into his rishus to either shechted or sell it, I'm already going to be chayv, even though that's happening in his Rishos, because I already got the din of Ganev. When did I get the din of Ganev? When I did the Mashiach outside. And for sure, if I stole it, and shechted and sold it outside the Rishos. In all those cases, there was a valid Kenyan for the Ganev, to call him a Ganev, and he's chayv dal Let's say I stole it in jeans or shoes, never took it out, and then broke it to sale, or I shechted it. I'm going to be potter from Dalit Vehei. Why? Because at best I'm going to be chavim. I'm a mazik. I'm not a ganav. I never got kinyana gneva. So I shechted your animal. Good, but I'm, I'm a mazik. As long as I didn't do hagbar mashicha, I'm not a ganav. Let's say he started doing the Meshicha, but the Meshicha, but it died before it left the Rishus. But I started the Meshicha, it doesn't matter. Still be potter from Dalit Vehei, because I did not get the shame Ganav, and I'm not Kinyana Gneva. And, and it might be that if the animal died of an onus, a natural death, or something beyond anyone's response, nothing to do with my actions, I'm not Abichai to pay anything. Higbio, however, if, the Ganav did Hagbo. Oh, it's here, Mershus Bailim, or he was able to Mershus before the animal mace, and then the animal died, then he already has Kinyan Agnevis Chayev. Now, we're going to learn this like the Maskan of the Gemara. The Gemara is going to have two Pshatim of Yerashi actually brings it down two Lashonis in the Gemara, but he says, this is the right way to learn the Mishnah. He comes out of my life. Nasnoi Lebechoyras Benoi. Let's say the Ganav, in the domain of the Bailim, Right, he's in the domain of the Bailim. He gives it to there's a Kohen coming by and he says, I need Pidyana Ben. Take this animal for Pidyana Ben. Tells him something about that. I'll come back later and I'll give you the five sloyim in exchange. Take this as Pidyan Haben. Ola Baal Or you see your creditor coming by and you say, Here, I owe you a thousand dollars. Take this cow. Le Shomer Chinam. You give it to a Shomer Chinam and you say to him, this is my animal, I want you to watch it. L'Shoel, you give it to a borrower. The guy, someone says, if someone thinks it's yours, you really stole it, but you're still going to show something by him and you let him borrow it. L'Nos HaSochar, to somebody that you pay money to watch it. Or L'Sochar, somebody rents it from you. V'haya Moshchov HaMais B'Rshus HaBailim. Now, these I, these guys now, the Kohen, the Shomrim, they do Mashiacha to get it out, but they didn't get it out yet. So since they didn't get it out of the Rishus, and then the animal dies uh, uh, suddenly, right? So then, Potter, because there was no Kenyan that solidified it to be considered yours. As a, you as a Ganev, that can be Chayi the for the transferal of the item to them. Hegbiyoi, however, if they lifted it up, or they, now they're acting as your proxy because you've given it to them, so therefore they were able to take it out and then there's a Mashiach, even though they don't have in mind 
to the Meshdumashich of a Kinyan Gneva, they're thinking it's happening because you are really the owner, right? In such a case, Vameis, that Meshicha will be attributable to the completion of the transaction, which turns you into a Ganev, and then not only that, but since it's a Gneva, together with the transferal of Rashus, you're going to be Chayev Dalad Vehei. Okay. Let's go. But the Geneva and the other should happen at the same time. That's right. Said more writer. Boy, Amemar. Amemar had the uh, had the following Shiloh. He says like this: We know by regular a regular sale, by regular sale, even if you give money, the Kenyan doesn't happen until the Mashiach happens. By Shomrim, is the fact that the Shomer agrees. The Shomer agrees to Mechabal Shmira. Is that enough that that's considered the transaction is binding and now it's his responsible, the item is responsible? Or no? Is that the same way as by Kinyonim you need Meshicha? Is there a concept of Meshicha by a Shomer as well? Does Meshicha apply to Shomerim as well? That was the Shaila he asked. So by Amema, Tikna Meshicha Shomerim Olo. Is it not necessary or is it applicable? So Amar Rav Yemer, Toshima, he says, come and listen, let's look at the Mishnah we just learned now. It says, If you gave to the Kohen the item uh, for the, to the five Sloyim, right? And the way Toshima learns that he's watching it until you switch. He's also considered somewhat of a Shomer. Oh, the Baal Chovo, or the Baal Chovo, again, you're giving it to him as a, as a collateral until you pay him off. You gave it to a Shomer Chinnam, to the Dalit Shomrim. If they do the Meshicha, the Yotze, and they took it out, the Mace, and then it died. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They were taking it out, but it died before it left the owner's Rishus. Potter. Now, Lechora, so. What is it telling you? It's telling you is that they have to do Mashiach for it to be considered to be a valid Shmirah. And then we can be Mechai of you for the transaction. So what do you see? That must be that there is con- the concept of Mashiach is applicable by the Shomrim as well. What's that? And, and they have to take it out of the Rishos. That, 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 yeah, that's right. <coughs> it, unless it's outside the Rishos already. So my love. So Lechora, what are we talking about over here? We, right? Who who are we talking about that is doing the Mashicha? Right? Who uh, right? It's it's talking about uh, that the Shomer, the Shomer. That, that means that the Ganev gave it to the Shomer, and the Shomer is taking it out. So So from here you see that they did establish Mashicha by the Shomerim. Right? So Amalei. Lie. He says, that's not what's going on over here. Are you reading the Mishnah incorrectly? The Mishnah is ga- talking about the owner gave it to the Kohen. The owner gave it to the Shomrim. The owner gave it to all of them to watch. And then the Ganav went and stole it from the Shomer. So that's what, how you read the Brazah. So if he stole it from the Shomer and he was not able yet to get it out of the Rishus of the Shomer, then it'll be Potter. If he got it out of the Rishus of the Shomer, then it'll be Chayim. But it's talking about the Meshichayah being performed by the Ganev taking it away from the Gnevis from the Shomer and not that the Shomer is doing the Meshichah to validate the Kenyan for the, for the Ganev. You know, right? That's the case over here. 
So says the Gemara, no, we're talking about the Ganav is taken from the Shomer. So the Gemara says, why would you have to write a, new, a whole set of cases where the Ganav is taking it from the Shomer? That, that was the first half of the Mishnah. The first half of the Mishnah said that if the Ganav goes into the Shus of the owner and he takes it, if he's managed to get, if he doesn't manage to get it out yet, it's part If he managed to get it out, it's Chayv. So therefore, you're just repeating that information, except you're changing it now, that instead of stealing it from the owner, you're stealing it from the Shom. Why do I need those second set of cases? Someone says like this, Tana Leresha. I already learned that in the first half of the Mishnah. Tana. Someone says, why would I do it again? Someone says, Tana Ganav should going to be based on Baalim. Tana Ganav should going to be based Shomer. No. Someone says, the Tana wanted to show you this concept, whether you're stealing it from a Ganav, from the owner, or whether you're stealing it from the Shomer. So, Amalei Rav Ashi. So, Rav Ashi, who's he talking to over here? To, uh, to, to uh, uh, Rav Yemar? Uh, to Amemar. So Amar of Ashi to uh, to Amemar. He said, Lo tidche, don't push him off. He, the proof was a good proof. You don't need two parts of a Mishnah basically saying the same thing. Whether you're saying it's taking the gun from the owner, from the, you don't need that. Mali Ganav should be based Shomer, Mali Ganav should be based Bailam. There's no difference. I don't need to show me two examples of that. So El Alab, it's clear that it's talking about that the Ganav gave it to the Shomer, and the Shomer is the one doing the Meshicha. So Shmamina, taking the Meshicha for Shomerim Shmamina. Itmar Nami, this itself was stated, Amr Abeloza, Kederok Shatik, the Meshicha Belakuchos, just as Meshicha is considered, uh, 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 essential to make a Kenyan by the, by a purchase, Kach Tik, the Meshicha Beshomrim, so too it validates the Shmira as well. Tanya Nami Achi, we have another Brysa, this is a Brysa, not an, an, a, a Memra, before Itmar Nami was in a Memra, Amr Abeloza, the Amora, here's a Brysa. Just as they established Meshikha by Lakuchos, Kach Tikna Meshikha the Shomrim, so too there is Shmira Bashomrim. Now, this Brisa continues. Just as uh, the, the purchase of property, of real estate, requires the transaction to fall into one of three categories, either with money, with documentation, or with a proprietary act, doing some type of act to show uh, ownership on the land. So to leasing, when you lease, you have to uh, accomplish it with those one of those three uh, avenues because of star v'chazaka. So when I say schirus demai, what are you leasing? Ilema schirus the metaltalin. If it is movable items that's being leased, metaltalin. There's no havamina that you use documentation to purchase metaltalin. So I'm Chista, no. It's saying it's comparing the schirus the lease on land. So leasing land requires one of those three kinyanim to create the transfer. I'm Rabbalozer. Let's say they saw the Ganav hiding in the, in the forest. He was hiding in the people, he was like pouncing on the people's animals. People put out the animals to graze. And this guy is hiding in the underbrush, waiting for the animals to come by. And he runs out and he shechts the animal. He has to pay Dalet Vehei. Simona says, Amai. Why should he have to pay Dalet Vehei? If all he did was shechted, he didn't do Mashiachah. So if he didn't do Mashiachah, so then he should be chayved al He's a mazik maybe. Halei Moshe. Where it says, no, you have to say the case was, he herded the animals towards him, he hit them to come towards him. That's considered ostensibly an act of Mashiachah. So Amram Chista, Sheikisha Bemakil, you're right, you just walk over to Adam and Shechted without making any kinyan that you're not going to be chayved al But he told Marabiyah that he did do something to herd the animal towards him, then that's why it's chayved. 
Gemara says, Amit, Nei Shiva had the following question. If everybody is seeing this guy hiding in the bushes, or something, they ate him, so then he's seen. So if he's being seen, he shouldn't have a din of a ganav, he should have a din of a gazlan. And a gazlan, machayv dal vehei. So Amit, the cave into Ra'uhu. Since they saw him, gazlan who, why doesn't he have the status of a gazlan? Mark says no, because came to Kamat Miriminayu. Since he was hiding in the bushes, they happened to see him. But since he was hiding, that by definition shows he's scared of people. And if he's scared of people, that makes him into a Ghana. Ghanavu. So Mark says, Ela Gazlan Hechidami. So what is the classical sense? What is the Torah definition of a Gazlan as opposed to a Ghana? So Mark brings Psukim where the Torah refers to someone as a Gazlan. What are these Psukim? So Mark says like this. So I'm Rabbi Avohu. Kigayin ben Yahu ben Yoyoda. Says ben Yahu ben Yoyoda, he was one of the generals of the army of David Amelech. It says Shenem b'vayigzol es achanis. He stole the spear miyada mitzri from the hand of the Egyptian by argei b'chanis and killed him with his own spear. And it says vayigzol. You walk over to someone, you take his item away from him, and you kill him with it. That, that's a guy that's not afraid of the person. You're in your face, that's considered to be a gazlin. Rabbi Yochanan Amar, he brings a pasuk from an earlier uh, incident in 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 in, in, uh, in, in Tanakh. He says, "Kegayin Balei Shechem, the people of Shechem." What does it say concerning the people of Shechem? It says, "Vayasimu Loi Balei Shechem Me'arvin." They made ambushes al Roshe Aharim at the top of the mountains. Vayigzilu es Kol Asher Yavor Aleim Baderech. And they, uh, and they, they, they ambushed and, and, and stole every, everything from people that were, they would come by. They pounced on them and took their stuff. So, So again, that's considered to be, they ambushed people, but it wasn't, it wasn't done like they went, like, uh, a, a, a burglar. It was done in their face, and therefore that's considered to be gzela. <laughs> Says the more like this. Why did Rabbi Avohu bring a pasuk from, uh, from, from, why did he bring the pasuk? Where does his pasuk come from? His pasuk is coming from Shoftim Tess, and the other one was coming from Shmuel Aleph. So therefore, the one I want to know, uh, why, actually his pasuk is earlier, right? Who brought the first one? No, no, Rabbi Avoh, yeah. he brought a later pasuk. He brought the pasuk from Shmuel. Why did he bring a pasuk from Shmuel? Why not bring it from the earlier chapter, uh, earlier in, in, in Shoftim, which is before? So Amr Allah, he says, came in the Matmari Atmuri. <coughs> I don't know if I got the, if I got it right. Which one's earlier over there? Shoftim Yisimulah Bala Shchem. No, 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 no. That's because it's from Shoftim. But Shoftim uh, is before. Uh, Shoftim is before Shmuel Aleph. Yes, Shem was before. So anyway, the, the question, why didn't he bring? Why? Well, says, why doesn't he hold of bringing the case from where they ambushed? He says like this. He says, came in the Matmuri Itmuri. He says they were also hiding over there. They were hiding to ambush people, so I consider that also Ganav and not Gazlan. Mm-hmm. Gazlanin, it's not classical, even though it says Vayigzilu, they, they, they stole, but it's not really classical because they are hiding as well. I, Rabbi Yochanan, and Rabbi Yochanan says like this, Rabbi Yochanan says, no, it's true they were hiding, but the hiding is not because they were afraid of the people. They were hiding because people would see them 
the people would turn around and leave. So that was just part of the strategy to be able to get the people to come to them. But it wasn't because they were afraid of the people. Therefore, I still hold them as Gazlonim. That the people shouldn't see them in Arku and run away from them. Okay. Why is it that the Ganav has to pay four or five times when the Gazlan only has to pay once? Why are we more machmer on the Ganav than the Gazlan? So Amalehan Zehishva covered the covered Kono that the that the Gazlan is doing something wrong, but at least he's not showing greater honor to people than he does to his creator. He's equally unafraid of either. So therefore, that's considered to be at least a plus. Whereas, And the one is not equating the honor of his servant to the honor of the master, meaning the creator. Meaning that, that the Ganav is more afraid of people than he is of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So he gets punished more than the one that shows that he's equally afraid of both. Kava uh, As if. Kavi Yochel's expression you use. It's as if. It's like the, the, the Ghana is making it like the eye of, of now it's, it's, it's euphemistic. It's not the eye of that which is below and the ear of below. It's really talking about a, <coughs> saying it's making like the eye of below and the, and the ear of below can't see and can't hear. But really he's saying it's like, he's like he, he thinks Hashem can't see but he doesn't use say Malas so if it used the eye of below like the Pesach which the Navi castigates people for the same behavior the Navi says Yechezkel uh, that uh, it says Ava in base Yisrael the Yehuda the sin of Yisrael and Yehuda was God on my own what was the sin over there he uh, it, it says no, I, no I'm sorry it's 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 in Tehil it's in Yeshaya the Navi Yeshaya says Hoi Hamamikim woe to those who Mamikim they 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 hide they 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 hide in the depths Hashem from Hashem last year Eitzah to 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 keep hidden their counsel their plotting. And they think that their actions are doing darkness. They think Hashem doesn't see what uh, who sees and knows what we're doing. So that's what that's the type of behavior that God employs. Uh, and another pasuk. This is a pasuk that's in Tehillim. The pasuk says, Hashem does not see us. And he does not understand what we're trying to do. And there's a third pasuk that says, Ki amru Hashem, Hashem, Hashem has left the land, he does not see. So that behavior is considered much worse, and therefore you get a bigger punishment. I'm going to tell you over a marshal to this concept, a, a parable that said over the name of Rabban Gamliel. To what can you compare this? There are two people in a city. For also Mishta, and they made a big party. Echad zimen es bnei One invited all the people from the city. Below zimen es bnei He left the prince out. So the only one he didn't invite is the prince. For echad lo zimen es bnei Below zimen es bnei The other one, he disrespected everybody. He didn't invite anyone from the city, and he didn't invite the people of uh, the prince. Eizmen on shemeruba. Who will the king punish more? First man. Right. 
The one who invited the people from the city, but not the one that's a bigger disgrace, that's the one that he punishes more. Come and see how HaKadosh Baruch Hu appreciates how, how, how powerful the concept of working is. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu appreciates people that work. How do you see this? When you steal an ox, an ox is an item that people need for work. So when you steal an ox from someone, you're taking away his vehicle to work. Chamisha, that's why you get dinged five times for that, because you've taken away what he has for work. A sheep, you use it for its wool, but it's not the vehicle of his work. It's not what gives the person the satisfaction of what he does. And therefore, there you only get, you, there you only pay four. Arba. Am Rabbi Yechem and Zakeh, Borah come and go to Kovod Abrius. Come take a look how much HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is, is sensitive to Kovod Abrius. Kovod Abrius, what's the translation for Kovod Abrius? It's, um, dignity, human dignity. HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes into account human dignity. Of the Ganev. When you steal an ox, it's easy. You put a rope around his neck and you walk him out. When you steal a sheep, what do you have to do? You have to carry it. Therefore, the ox, which is easier to steal and doesn't involve lack of dignity, there you get charged five. By the, 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 the sheep, you get, a, you get a discount because you had to schlep it on your shoulders to take it out. It's like involves a, a lack of, of human dignity. Therefore, you pay only four. Shorsha Allah Baragla that goes on its feet. Hamisha, Sesha, or Kiva, or that you carry on shoulders, is Arba you pay. It's amazing because it's 